Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. Today, I'm here with Unlike Pluto. What's up? <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> So you were born in Atlanta? Atlanta, Georgia, ATL. Hotlanta. <laughs> but your parents, well, they're from like Iran, right? Yeah, but so they, they were came here during the uh, revolution. revolution. Yeah. Damn, you've done your research. <laughs> um, they actually, when we moved to Paris, oh. my dad got a scholarship. He got the easy way out. He got a scholarship to a college, Echo Centrale in France. Yeah. He did his PhD, then my mom escaped. Iran, sort of. Like, Whoa. in a way. Yeah, she escaped and they met in Paris. They married. They, like, met and just said, yeah, we're going to marry each other. They didn't, like, do the whole dating thing. I guess it was different back but then. But they weren't set up or... No, 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 no. That's, like, that's... I don't think Persians really do that. Oh. It's kind of. Not in, like, an official way. But, you know. That's so crazy. Yeah, in Paris. And then they, some, for some weird fucking reason, they decided to move to Alpharetta, Georgia. <laughs> and not stay in Paris. So I, I could be Parisian. <laughs> I could be Parisian. Hello. What did they do? Um, my dad is, he got his uh, PhD in civil engineering. Oh. And he now is like a VP at Equifax. And my mom is uh, a nurse practitioner. Do you have other family who moved here from Iran? Or? Yeah, my pretty much my entire family. Oh, everyone. Yeah, my, my whole family from Iran is like all scattered. Like Australia, Switzerland, Sweden, Germany, a lot in Germany, uh, Portugal, not Portugal, Spain. I have never met them in my entire life. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Are you close to them or is it kind of just... It's weird, thing? yeah. I, I don't speak great Farsi. Hmm. So when they, whenever I like face FaceTime them or Skype them, it's kind of awkward. Because I have no like rapport with them. I don't know who they are. It's yeah. weird. I've never met them. That's a little strange. How yeah. strong is your... Iranian culture like growing up like did your parents enforce it kind of the I the food for sure but in growing up in Georgia there was no it's not many Persians it's all just white yeah yeah did you have problems fitting in no for some I mean in the south it's like everyone's very nice so mm. I never had any problems honestly Interesting. and there was a lot of there were a lot of Indians and uh, Hispanics and Koreans where I grew up really so yeah it was it was I didn't feel too left out, to be honest. That's cool. Korean is the most, it's the third most spoken language in Georgia. What? Okay, Dude, you guys are really all learning bizarre. something unless you guys know. That's so cool. Wow, I had no idea. And they were, what kind of music were they playing in the house when you were growing up? My dad liked, he loved Nora Jones. <laughs> I don't know why he loved <laughs> Nora Jones, but growing up, uh, my dad liked Moody Blues, like classic rock, and he like loves Bruce Springsteen. Like every oh. brown dad. Loves Bruce Springsteen. Is that true? I don't know why. It's a thing. I think it's a thing. Um, <laughs> he, like, loves classical music, like, theatrical stuff. Yeah. And that's how, yeah, I guess that's how you got into the band stuff, because he was playing around the house? No. I, there's no musical people in my family besides me. Zero. Oh. Like, zero. We had a piano growing up, but I just, like, me messed around. Try to do the P.B. Herman theme song on the piano. I used to like sharpie the keys to see what the notes were. Yeah. That's pretty much it. There's no musicality in my family. So was it mostly from your peers or friends in school that you? Yeah. It was Drake and Josh. 
It was that show. Oh, yeah. I was that. I'm not joking. That is the reason why I picked up a guitar. <laughs> it's kind of, you know, I'm not really embarrassed to admit it. That was a great show. <laughs> and then did you teach yourself or did you have lessons? I taught myself guitar for four years and then, no, three years. And then I had lessons for like two months and then I was holding the guitar very wrong. You're supposed to like go like this with the neck of the guitar, mm -hmm. but I was going like this. That's really bad for your wrist. Oh. And the guitar teacher was trying to teach me the right ways. I was just like, I didn't give a fuck. So I was like, he just gave up on me. So I just stopped going to lessons. Were you kind of a skater kid? Totally a skater kid. I was really bad at skating. Was <laughs> totally a skater kid. <laughs> totally. And then were your friends doing bands and they just invited you or did you like form your own? All metal music. Yeah. If you were in a band in Georgia, you were 100%. Oh. <laughs> it's adorable. Um, yeah, if you were in a band in Georgia, you were either doing metal music or no one gave a shit about you. Didn't you also do some like folk bands? Yeah, but that was like, I weren't really, that wasn't really bands, it was just me and my friends just making weird finger picking, open tune, like weird tunings of guitar, like music. It was really weird. It was very bizarre. But <laughs> it, was, it was worth it because I learned a lot. How else would you describe yourself back then growing up? Just weird. I was one of those guys in high school that like, like I wasn't a loser. I wasn't like a geek or a nerd. And I wasn't popular. I just existed. <laughs> just existed. You know what I'm talking about? Like people are just like, like, yo, do you know Armand? Who? Oh yeah, that guy. Since like first grade. <laughs> I'm just one of those people that just like, I was like a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> what did your parents initially think of your like skater phase and being in the band scene? Oh, they hated it. Yeah. My dad liked it. My dad was okay with it. Oh, this is a narrow sidewalk. Yeah. Um, my dad was okay that my mom was like, no, you'd be doctor. She doesn't sound like that. But I can't do my mom's impersonation. Um, but yeah, she wanted me to be a doctor or a dentist, which yeah. is what I did in, in college. Yeah. And then yeah. even actually with your band stuff, you started getting like touring offers, right? In yeah. agencies. Yeah, we did. So I recorded, uh, it was, I don't know, I guess you call it emo rock. I don't really know. Whatever Emma Rosa was at the time. Mm -hmm. You remember Emma Rosa? Wise Records? No, no. So we were like obsessed with that shit. I guess it was post hardcore. And we recorded an EP in the Earth Sound Studios, the same studios that did from first to last and a bunch of other emo bands back in the day. And after that album or EP, we had offers from, I don't even remember who the fuck it was. Epitaph? It was like a few offers to tour with a uh, data member, Chiodos, whatever, whatever, and then. Just never happened because my parents would not let me. And plus, I was over it. Oh. I didn't give a shit about rock at that point. I was like, ah, meh. And I was deep in college, man. I was oh, in like organic cool. chemistry and fucking stupid shit. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, I don't want to do it. What were your favorite subjects in high school? High school? Math. Oh, you were good. Math, math and science, yeah, yeah. I just oh. love math. It's awesome. Well, that kind of makes sense why I wanted to get into, oh, I guess, nice. like biology and stuff like biology, it came actually, easy to you it's not something that like biology i hate it actually because it's just plug and chuck it's like um is this a house what is that sorry yeah Andy. um the christian wow nice but yeah okay um i actually hated biology because you just have to memorize shit and i hate memorizing shit i like learning a concept something conceptual and then applying it like so we're getting chemistry and math. yeah physics math Chemistry. Chemistry is all about learning why things move. Nitrogen moves. Carbon moves. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. 
So why didn't you get into engineering? Honestly, I don't know. I was forced into biology. Because your dad is, right? That's so interesting. Totally. Well, I mean, I know, I know coding. Like, I can, I can code, like, data science stuff, mm -hmm. Python. But I should have done it, to be honest. That would have been very <laughs> responsible. I, just, I was young, man. I didn't know anything. Why, why was your mom so interested in the idea of you being a dentist out of a lot of professions? Money, I guess. I mean, being a dentist is... I have a friend, could actually. could have gone to law or... Oh, okay, I can never do law. I'm horrible <laughs> at reading, man. Reading comprehension is not my thing. Because English is my second language, technically. Haha. <laughs> so I have an excuse. Did you like your time at Emory? <laughs> it was okay. Because I fucking hated biology. But mm -hmm. I loved all the people that I met. Because it's a very inspiring kind of artsy school you yeah. know and it's just very like and all the professors are very passionate like my organic chemistry professor dr weinshank was weirdly one of the most inspirational people i've ever met he's an organic chemistry professor but he's like an amazing guy and he makes you believe that you can accomplish something that you couldn't that you thought you couldn't do because i thought i would fail or okay oh. with him he was like no you can do it and i was like stop <laughs> And I got, I got a fucking, I got an A minus. That was really hard. If it wasn't for music, do you think you'd be a dentist? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'd be married to a Persian girl and probably be a dentist. And my face would be this the whole day. It was so boring. Oh my god. That'd be very boring. That's actually so interesting because even your sister, she kind of had that academic background, but then. Oh, she was way smarter than me. Dude, she got a neuroscience degree. And I'm right. Neuroscience. Neuro, sorry. Neurobehavior and biology. And, oh, and she got into med school. And I almost died right there. Uh, <laughs> I know. I almost face um, But she got into med school, like Miami med school. And she just didn't go. She came here to do acting. And then she got her MBA from USC. And boom. Are your parents disappointed? You guys both, like, like, didn't take their they were, suggestions. With me, with me, they expected this. Because I've always been, like, the skater kid, wore, like, ripped up shoes. They expect This, they're not surprised. For me. My sister, yeah. very surprised. She was always, you know, straight A's, studious, most popular girl in school. And then she's like, you know what? Screw all this. I'm going to do what I like doing. Dog has asthma. Like me. And what do they think now? They're okay. I mean, my mom is okay. Because now, like, we can make money. Mm. Now we've proven that, you know, we're capable of doing this for a living. So, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. It's still not. If I was a doctor, she'd be very happy. But <laughs> that's, like, every first-generation kid here, man. We yeah. all go through that shit. And then, so what year was it that you started listening to more electronic music? Well, after... 2009 was when I released that EP, like the post-hardcore metal band. Mm -hmm. Got in my system. It was like 2010 is when I was just screwing around. I didn't know what I was doing. I just had reason. I had reason record. Um, rewired into Ableton. And I was just messing around. I was just making sounds in college. Oh, yeah, you got into it because the drummers never showed up, right? Drummers never showed up. Um, it's just they were just dicks, man. I'm not saying all drummers were dicks. But drummers I dealt with, like... They just didn't care. So I was like, fuck this. I'm doing my own shit. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And also, there's a lot of like metal bands that were using electronics in their music. Like Bring Me the Horizon, Attack Attack, whatever. All these bands that were using electronics in their sound. Mm -hmm. It's a very integral part of the sound. <laughs> and from your name, you've always just like planets, right? Or Pluto especially. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just randomly came up with the name, to be honest. There really is no significance in the name. But if I were to give it significance, it would be because, unlike Pluto, I exist. Because Pluto got oh. demoted. That was, that was the name. I came up with that. I like that. <laughs> but to me, it's just a name. It just sounds cool. And then, how did you get our music out there initially? Um, just SoundCloud, to be honest. It was, yeah, just releasing free shit on SoundCloud. And then... The SoundCloud people came down and were like, no, you cannot put free shit on SoundCloud. You cannot do bootleg remixes. And I was like, uh-oh. So then I just went to labels. Oh. Was it, isn't that more recent? How long ago was that? That was like 2000... Dude, from 2011 to 2000... For me. Yeah. 2011 to 2014. It was fucking awesome. You can do whatever you want. You can get any... Dude, the, that Revolution remix for Diplo. Yeah. I literally had the acapella on his SoundCloud. I just downloaded it. Because he let us, and I just did a remix to it. And I just put it online, and then they signed it afterwards. But still, I was able to get that and release it and put a new twist on it. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, technically it wasn't legal, but I ended up fine. But that's what gained, that's what gave me all of this opportunity. Did much. you reach out to blogs initially to post your stuff? Or how did Dude, I had even... an automatic software. I had, like, this macro my dad and I set up on, with Visual Basic on Excel. And it was just automatically, personally email. All Wait, that's blogs. crazy. So your dad helped you out? Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. I would, I could do it now with Python, but before I didn't know how to code, so my dad would do it for me, with me, just teaching me. <laughs> so you're kind of like a bot. <laughs> it was a bot. It was totally a bot. I and mean, that's how I did it in the niche, in the beginning. But then now blogs kind of, I guess the hype machine kind of died away. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I don't hear about hype machine in meetings anymore. I used to only hear about hype machine. Yeah. Now it's Spotify playlist. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's all Spotify playlist, man. They have so much power with Drake. He was oh, on yeah. like. Dude, he, I'm pretty Ridiculous. sure he was on ambient and chill. I'm pretty sure. Like, he was on everything. As long as not on EDM. He was on metal music. Like, he was Someone like, remixes him and then he's on the EDM it's him. one. It's, he's just everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I love, dude, Mob Ties is the, my favorite song on the new album. <laughs> so good. By the time you graduated, where was your career at? Um, nowhere, man. I had, I had a gig here, like a studio gig here. Uh, just like producing like Disney stuff, like back end stupid shit. Like the money was okay, it wasn't great, but I had that gig and then uh, I had a remix from Macklemore, I think, like a bootleg that did like 100K plays on my SoundCloud, which is amazing for me. Mm-hmm. That's all I had. So pretty much nothing. When I moved here, I had nothing. Were you doing an internship here while you were crashing with your sister? Uh, it wasn't really an internship. It was like, I guess it started out as an internship, and it kind of turned into me just working at that studio, just making beats and working in sessions. Oh. Kind of just turned into that. So you went yeah. straight from graduation to yeah. that? Straight. Didn't even wait. Not even a day. I, just, I crashed in my sister's, like, tiny-ass uh, Santa Monica apartment, which was amazing. So you didn't really have pressure to sustain yourself financially because you could just crash with your sister? Yeah, if, if it weren't for my sister, dude, I would probably still be in Georgia. Probably still doing this, but I'd be in Georgia. 100%. Because, oh. like, dude, rent there is, like, 400 bucks. What? And it's ridiculous. I mean, Georgia kind of sucks, but, you know, it's $400. Yeah. <laughs> That's, like, three... Dude, three, it's 3x here. It's, like, 1200 minimal. And the fact that minimum. Hong Kong is way more expensive than here, so... Hong like, Kong's more expensive than this here? This is super cheap for us. You have no idea. Holy shit. Yeah. How much is Hong Kong for, like, one bedroom? Like, probably, like, 5000 I don't even what? know. It's ridiculous. What? Yeah. Like people in the like, city, though. Like, in the city? 
I mean, people live with their parents until they're like 30. That's like, oh, no shit. one lives alone. People don't get that. Like, a lot of my friends, I'm not gonna say what race, a lot of my friends here, they are like pretty much their parents like, no, at 18, you're good, Yeah. go. Like for, so for me, and like I know a lot of Greeks and Persians and Tur Turkish, like a lot of us non-US people, um, like we live, it's okay to live with our parents for a certain period of time yeah. after we're 18. <laughs> it's okay, like they want us to. They're like, oh, it's okay, come on. Yeah, save rent, like why not? <laughs> yeah, dude. I have friends like in Georgia that um, have great jobs that are like 120K a year and they're still living with their parents. They're just building up. That's so smart. And then they'll just smart, buy a house. Dude, it's free rent, free food. <laughs> so it's genius. It's amazing. How did you meet the Monster Cat people? Um, I signed with a manager in 2016? I think it was 2016. And they, he introduced me to the Monster Cat guys. What's actually funny is I submitted music to Monster Cat and like to did you hear that? Is it this? Okay, well, I, I submitted music to Monster Cat in like 2012 when I was still in college. Like, I would be studying for exams, so I would just submit music. And then they were like, hey man, it's good, but you know, you still, you still have time, you still have stuff to work out. And I was like, shit, okay. And then, you know, four years later, I'm signed to them. We signed Waiting for You, Everything Black, all those songs. And yeah. Yeah. They're great, they're a great family, man. They're so organized. Oh. The nicest people. Yeah. Oh yeah. I interviewed Mike, that was cool. Dude, Mike is awesome. <laughs> Mike's the best. He's highly intelligent, dude. He's so, so organized. Like he knows what he's doing. He knows how to make money, dude. He yeah. knows how to set up a business. <laughs> Genius. Great taste in music, too. And then, I think one of your early breaks was the Seven Lines tour, right? Or yeah. Was it? Yeah. It was the, I did Zed's Dead tour. Love those guys. Um, to us, I love everyone in EDM. Because we're all nerds. Yeah. Some of us aren't, but I totally am. <laughs> we're all nerds and we're all just nice people. I had not met one DJ I don't like. They're all nice. That's true. But I was the Zed's Dead guys for a week with Gasly. Then I, right after that bus tour, I came home for like a day, showered off all the sweat. And then I went on the bus for two months with Seven Lions and Pegboard Nerds. It was awesome. Yeah. It was a crazy tour. <laughs> so you'd realize that like you were more into like the rock and like band stuff when you were listening to this Ooh. old band that you were okay okay i have a good story about that so i was i came back from i think this was 2016 i came back from montreal i think it was a show at new city gas and i was like playing i was doing the whole edm thing and it was great it was cool like i loved it then i came home and i was driving to my friend's house on laurel canyon boulevard over the hill mm -hmm. and i remember putting on under oath because i haven't listened to their albums since high school so i put on the album and at this point, to forget, I was like very EDM'd out. I was like just listening. I was on Hype Machine every day. The Spotify EDM playlist, fresh EDM. I was like, yeah, EDM. And then I heard Under Oath. And I'm like, I listen to it. And the only thought that goes through my head is freedom. These fucking dudes love what they're doing. They they're just free. They're just making the music they love doing. And I was like, I am not doing that. Zero percent. So I just started singing my own stuff. And then boom. <laughs> That's but, exactly so, what but was there at one point that you were like super in love with EDM or yeah I mean I still love EDM I just I think I I want to do more with it I want to do I want to have my own take on it instead of just following trends which mm. I think these trends are cool like I dude I still love dubstep like when I hear dubstep live I'm like fuck yeah that's amazing still love it I love trap music I like all of it but for me I want to make something that is mine you know, when someone hears it, like, yes, that is Pluto. I don't want to make 
the same trendy stuff. I could, but I don't want to. Boring. Boring! But with singing, was that something that you did before? Kind of. Like, I never had the confidence to really do it. I was always a backup singer. But then I was just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> then I just started doing it. Yeah. It sounded like shit, initially. Dude, it would be like one good song, and then there'd be like 30 really bad songs. It was like a process. Because I went from like making everything black, because I'd have so many good vocalists, and when I had to like start over, you know, I had to like just sound like shit for a year. I still sound like shit. But <laughs> yeah, it's like pretty much had to work at it, man. Was it difficult rebranding or like telling your team kind of the different direction? It was very hard. Because everyone was like, yo, everything black did so well. And I'm like, yeah, it's just, you know, I want to do something else. I'll still make music with Mike Taylor. Don't get me wrong. Like, I still, with, with Joanna mm. and Mike Taylor, I still love making the jazzy, solely stuff. But for me, I just, it was hard to transition because there was already kind of some success with that stuff. And I was like, nah, fuck it. I'm going to switch lanes. So Is yeah, it was kind of hard. It's kind of different to like the what they play in the festival circuit, right? Are you kind of like off that now? Or? I'm not going to tour until I completely musically have done what I want to do. Mm. I don't think it's even worth it. Like I can maybe play a festival here and there, um, but it's not worth it to my, to my team and I. I think we agreed that I think musically I have to be where I should be. Because now I'm still not. I'm still like learning, still learning the styles and all that stuff. What would your goal look like? Just to be my own artist. <laughs> just to make music that I'm happy with. Like, now I'm finally making music that I like, that I want to show my friends. Because before, mm. I'd, I'd be like, yeah, it's a track, you know, it's kind of shitty. I have to re-record the vocals. Now I'm just like, no, here's the track. Listen to it. Boom! And I can bob my head while I'm showing them, because I never did that before. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's true. That's the true test, man. Wanting to show your friends the music, that is how you know you're making shit that you like. Mm. It's a true test. How do you say you've grown as a person since you were younger? Man, I've been the exact same since I was 18. Truthfully. <laughs> because I, when I got to college, I was like, I'm just going to work hard and get A's. Because I was a total fuck up in high school. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, I had the same work ethic. I just, I am the same person. <laughs> I've not changed. Maybe, like, there's some wisdom here and there. But no, I'm still the same. I feel like I'm still 18, to be honest. Like, I went, <laughs> as you get older, you're like, ah, oh, you still feel 18. <laughs> What would you say have been your biggest challenges so far? Um, this transition, for sure. Mm. This transition into this style. Because everyone's like, yo, play your old stuff. I'm like, okay, but I'm still going to do this. Um, and switching, because I transferred from Georgia State to Emory oh. after a year. Because I was stupid in high school, man. I was like, I did not have the greatest kids to Emory. So I worked my ass off. But that transition to Emory was like the hardest thing. I don't recommend that to anybody. If I have kids in the future, they're going to the college I like to initially. Cause you gotta like establish your friends. Mm. It sucked. It was the worst. What does love mean to you? Love. I heard this quote actually um, from, what was that show, Cap Castle? Where mm. she was like, love to me is like when, when you hear a love song. Like when you're in love with someone and you hear a love song and the love song starts to make sense. That's when you know, mm. I like that quote. It's pretty, it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so that's what love means to you? Is that it? A song makes I don't know what it means to me. Love, love is bullshit to me, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's like two different points. <laughs> love, I, I guess love, I don't know, man. I, I've been in so many bad relationships, so I don't really, I don't believe in love. Um, but like music, like I cannot mm. live a day. I can go a day without making music. 
and I can go a day without making music, but I can't go like a week <laughs> without making music. Yeah. And I, I think that's love, possibly. Maybe, you know. <laughs> Fuck love, man. <laughs> Last question, what do you want to be remembered for? Um, hmm. I want to be remembered for making music that I love making. That's it. Yeah. I'm not really, I don't want to be remembered for anything. I just want to make dope ass music that I like and just tour and have a great time and eat <laughs> some good food. That's it. I love that. This is awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys.